Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. If you are currently tuning on to whoa, if you <laughs> two recordings in one day, can't do it. I can't do it. If you are currently tuning in on Spotify, then you can like the episode and you can download the episode if you're gonna go somewhere where you don't have Wi-Fi or just for fun. Um, and you can also follow the show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, and you can like and download and follow and comment. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, shout out to you SoundCloud rappers who listen to Love us. You, guys. Uh, <laughs> you can like and follow and comment as well. Sweet. Make sure to follow us on social media. We post True. every week on Instagram several times a week. Yeah, a cute several. <laughs> check it out it's very um funny. our instagram is at songwriting saves the world mm-hmm. you can follow us on twitter at song saves world mm-hmm. and like our page on facebook songwriting saves the world get your mom to like it your dad to like it aunts uncles uh, cousins uncles, they're all cousins, on there sisters brothers get the whole family dog, it's a family affair and if you really really like the show then you can support us on patreon at songwriting saves the world on patreon for four dollars a month you get extra content from the guests such as song breakdowns and reviews and messages and things like that and a songwriting saves the world laptop sticker Woo! good stuff let's jump into the episode one two three jump Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. Today we have two guests, Juletta and Ishan. Am I saying that right? I just want to double check. Close to Ishan. Ishan. Okay. Two special guests, Juletta and Ishan. Um, I'll start with like a little bio about you guys. Juletta and Ishan are both alt R&B artists who have formed a duo. I love duos. Releasing <laughs> a lot of songs together. Most recently... But Judy, everything changes, and soon to be followed by a larger project that is inspired by stories that you, Juliana, collected from women around New York, which yes. we'll like get into later. But awesome. that's super cool. So thank, thank you. you for coming on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Happy you. to be here. Of course. So we have a little intro icebreaker game called Right Toward Tang, mm-hmm. and it's essentially the musical version of F Mary Kill. So yep, you can cool. tour with an artist, write with an artist, and then when you have to tank think of like a fun festival game tank cool so the three options are lauren hill bonnie vare and nina simone oh man first of all (laughs) good choices up our alley yeah Yeah. we try go first (laughs) um you guys can have like different answers if you want to collect or a team answer yeah what were the three options again so it's lauren hill bonnie vare and nina simone or what were the three um, oh, right three tank. game options? So you write right with one, tour, tour with one, and tank one. Oh man, wow. I, I almost I feel so bad tanking any tank of is, them. Yeah, Jesus. Tank is like unacceptable it can for any be of them. Like a carnival, you know. It's so they're they're on it. Okay. They're fun. Yeah. Okay. Who would think right. like this is hilarious? I would want to write with Bonnie Vare because mm. I feel like um, his combination of writing. And then also production is like super creative, and I, I yeah, really like the, com- the the balance that he strikes. Mm-hmm. So I'd be really interested to write with him. Yeah. Tank, oh man, I like <laughs> it hurts so much. It hurts <laughs> both. I love I love both of them. I might, I guess I would say uh, Nina Simone because I'd want to see her reaction. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I know she's funny. like feisty and fiery. Yeah, I mean, so I guess so is Lauren Hill, from my knowledge. And then, of course, I would want to tour with Lauren Hill just because. Yeah, that would that'd be, that'd be 
that would be amazing and like her her mtv unplugged it was i love that mm. i'd love to see i love to be on a tour like with that vibe nice. yeah i think okay i would tour with nina simone that's for mm-hmm. sure for me just to get to watch her perform all the time mm-hmm. um and then right i think i'd say justin vernon too he's yeah mm-hmm. i just be super curious like i think his writing style is really interesting. I like saw him talk recently and he was explaining he has this whole process where like uh, he more writes on the spot and I'm very much the kind of writer who like will write oh. days before I turn yeah. anything into a song. Mm-hmm. And so it would be interesting to kind of try that style or, or see how that collided. That's cool. Yeah, um, new doors. I like that answer. Yeah. Quality cool. picks. Oh wait, yeah, did you say you were going to tank or did I just miss it? I guess I have to tank Lauren Hill, but like, <laughs> like I don't want to say it. Yeah, no, yeah, you were gonna get away with it there. For right, I, 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 <laughs> you caught her. But that's really heartbreaking. I also love Lauren Hill. Yeah, I agree with the MTV Unplugged is insane. You know, it's the reality of the game of this harsh yeah. game that we created. <laughs> yeah. Good choices. So, can you guys start with just like a background of your musical journey and what brought you to where you are now? Yeah. Long um, twisting roads. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, let's see. I mean, I grew up in California, mm-hmm. and um, my sister's really musical as well. And so, as we were growing up, we would perform at local coffee shops, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, music was just kind of part of my family. Like my my extended family as well uh, is super musical, and so whenever we'd have like family reunions, it would be you know, a lot of guitars and singing. Oh, and so fun. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of just part of what I've always done. Um, and then, yeah, I started songwriting probably around age 12. Um, and then, you know, started seriously performing it after moving to New York. Yeah. Um, about three years ago now. And we met once I moved to New York. And, um, yeah, just started working together, like, pretty quickly after meeting, I think, like, we met through mutual friends and like the first night we Uh met, I like went on a whole spiel about this album that I wanted to make. And so, Mm. um, which like is the album that we now have. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's Um, so funny that you say age 12 because we just did an interview earlier today where we were talking about with, um, the guest that was on about how like 12 is like the magic songwriting number. Like so many people are like, yeah, I started writing when I was like "Eh, 12. It's just like, (laughs) I think it's just because it was like my most moody. And exactly, there that it was is, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was probably at my most, like the height of my drama. Yeah, in my life. yeah, and it yeah. has to be it has to get out there. I love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What's What's your journey here? Um, when I was a kid, I I liked music, but um. I like I never thought that I would be doing music or making music mm-hmm. at all. Um and then that pretty much continued throughout all of high school. So the the 12 rule doesn't apply to me unfortunately. Oh no. At 12 I think I want I definitely wanted to be a magician when I was 12. So sick. Performing That's in kind some of sense, close to musician just like it kind, Yeah, I, I guess it is. Like not only the word but also like the performance aspect, I guess. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um but then after I graduated high school me and my friends i had a a group of friends and we all really loved music mm-hmm. and we like used to mm-hmm. talk about it all the time but just as listeners and mm-hmm. we were really into hip-hop at the time mm-hmm. and we decided to make a mixtape 
and we did that that summer before all of us went to college we made a mixtape oh. and it's it's the worst mixtape known to man it's absolutely terrible <laughs> And like I, I, I produced on it and I've been producing for years just for fun, not taking uh-huh. it too seriously, but this was kind of the first constructive outlet and also collaborative outlet that I, I made music in. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, I also rapped on it and it, I can't rap. It, I mean, it, it, at least I couldn't rap then. And it was, it was not, it was not pretty, but like, it was still, I guess what that, it was just so addicting and mm-hmm. I, I just didn't stop since, since then. And, you know, I met, I met Maddie in college when I was like, I was pursuing a business degree, Mm -hmm. but, and like just doing music on the side continually. And then eventually like, I saw that like, oh, I think I should, I have to go the music route just like for my, for myself, for myself. Yeah. I want to see my life. So I've been producing since then. Wow. Sweet. Those are great origin stories. business, isn't it? (laughs) Thank you. How has working together been different than doing music alone? I, I like I can't think of better words to put it, but it's just like it's just less collaborative. It's like yeah, which I mean sounds obvious, but um, I mean it's true. It, it's like it's like <laughs> the the way the way I think we tend to songwrite is that like she'll send me half an idea that she has, or I'll send her half an idea that I have, mm-hmm. and then we'll mm-hmm. like we'll like come together and finish it together. Where songwriting, it, like by yourself, is just or producing by yourself is is, is kind of like just just a solo journey from like from like from point A to Z. You have to do everything yourself. It's kind of yeah opposite. yeah yeah yeah. I feel like we really hit our groove like working together because we have a good system where like you know I'll start something or he'll start something and then um, you know we'll share it and that will lead to finishing it. Because at least for me, I think I have a habit of starting a lot of things and um, yeah you know, tossing them out. If, if, <laughs> Same. If it doesn't finish in like 15 minutes. So yeah, uh, I think it's nice to get, you know, new opinions and new energy put into Definitely. Something. Definitely opens then, up new doors. Kind of yeah. to add to that, I think um, one thing that I think is like specifically different for me is I guess what you would call the genre that I work in mm-hmm. because alone mm-hmm. I tend to make more electronic leaning stuff um, like house stuff or mm-hmm. um yeah, electronic music influence stuff, or like, and more specifically, I think you could categorize could categorize it as electronic music. But mm-hmm. um, the, like, one of the reasons why I like working with Maddie so much is that like, the I think when you have like, especially like such a beautiful voice and beautiful lyrics to work with, you can Snaps. kind of sure. you can <laughs> at least as a producer, like I get to like because that's like the focus and the forefront. I I can kind of like do a lot more stuff and like. Uh, like use a lot more different genres as a, like a palette to to make an experience with. So I th- I think we tend to like, especially together, we tend to like just go wherever our yeah. interest is. Not necessarily, and it's not it's not very limiting. I think I think it, like yeah. it's very That's actually, unlimited. Yeah, it's a really good point. Like you know, just from his background in like music and identity as well, like working together gives us so many more avenues of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. like I'm limited by you know my own voice kind mm-hmm. of but like with him I, it opens up like a whole new world of things that I can yeah. work on and explore and maybe since like you're already combining genres by working together like it just opens up like the possibility of that of like expanding yeah. what you're making that's cool yeah yeah so your upcoming project together is like centered around interviews you did of women in New York can you like talk about that and like why how like how did it influence your music what was it like yeah absolutely um 
Yeah, upon moving to New York, I was super inspired by, like, the sheer density of people mm-hmm. and, like, different paths that I could cross yeah. in a day, um, which I think a lot of people who come from, you know, smaller towns have a similar experience. Definitely. Um, and certainly for me, it was just like, holy shit, there's so many people. And I, like, kind of wanted to break that um, or, like, break through that and talk to people and mm-hmm. engage with them. Um, and so that's, that's like, what started it is just, like, my sheer curiosity about uh, the people I would, like, pass by every yeah. day. Once I kind of came up with this idea that I wanted to conduct interviews, like, songwriting has just always been my most authentic way of telling stories mm-hmm. um and yeah so it, it kind of just felt natural for me to do something like that and what it's kind of looked like I, I spent the summer of 2018 going around the city and um interviewing different women and then I went with this amazing crew um who uh you know recorded all the audio mm-hmm. which is beautiful because it has the sounds of the parks and oh, cool. dogs barking yeah. and subways passing um and then as well as, like, the video of these women. So I'd, like, carry these stories with me yeah. for so long. Um, and then just, like, would listen to them over and over and internalized um, the different messages mm-hmm. and quirks and, you know, memories and experiences from all these people. Um, and through that, I started creating songs, um, some, you know, of my own personal experiences and then some of, like, you know, very directly about my experience meeting yeah. some of these different women. I love yeah. that you were like Amazing. breaking the like wall of like a stranger that you're go somewhere really busy and yeah. there's so many people you don't know, but it can feel like, Oh, a stranger is like somehow different. But I love that you were like getting stories by breaking that. That's really beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned earlier and when we were talking about the different genres and kind of like blending mm-hmm. them together and kind of learning to produce for a different mm-hmm. genre. What was that experience like and what are some ways that you did that? I think it, it for me, it happened pretty naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning mm-hmm. of producing, I wasn't trained musically and I wasn't trained in production either. Like I was just trying to make stuff. And I, yeah. I think... That's impressive because everything. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much. Um, but I, I guess what kind of like fueled the journey, like I, I guess through the different genres, um, was just my curiosity. Like at the and mm-hmm. and also I guess the the, the skills that I, I was building at the beginning, because I didn't know any music. I I, I think hip hop was like a natural, um, like it was like the natural first place that I would like kind of experiment and play in because sampling is so big there. Yeah. So like, which, which you, you don't have to like create your own chords or anything. You can just like steal something that you think sounds amazing and then, yeah. And then like do your own thing to it. Um, which, which like, I think for the first few years I just kept on sampling stuff and then yeah. like, and then I, I think at a certain point I like, I grew, I, I it, it also like combined with me, going out and, and like searching new music just to listen to mm-hmm. which made me want to make music like that and then like oh but mm-hmm. I don't have the skills so then I had to like build my skills and I think kind of slowly I would like listen to stuff have like a crazy experience and then want to capture that experience yeah. that I felt or the emotions that I felt and then I just like I just made myself figure it out like like I, I learned everything way, off of, I feel like I learned every exactly I learned everything basically off of YouTube for just like 
years and years and years. <laughs> and that's well, really yeah, thank you, thank I love you so YouTube. <laughs> I know it, it's seriously How's like everything. I would. I, I'm so grateful that I was like born when I was and like was able to like have this yeah. wealth of knowledge and resource at my fingertips because it like I it just like it fuels my curiosity you know like yeah. I, and I can just keep on going and I will probably keep on going. <laughs> and I will yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there's almost no excuses it's yeah like, exactly yeah there's Could really not it. for not learning something yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah really yeah that's cool Okay, so Juleta, you mentioned in a previous interview that I read that you think of your songs like vignettes and that mm-hmm. like you write like a vignette and then later you bring it to life with music. So can you like elaborate on that process of how you take just words and then decide like totally. what sort of song you want this to be? Especially since you mentioned that like, um, which, wait, which artist did you pick in the Right to Our Tank that... You said writes, oh, Bon Bonnie Vare, who writes like on I the spot versus mm-hmm. writing beforehand. Because I feel like yeah. most most like writers that I know write on the spot, but it's interesting to like have most of your lyrics before that. Yeah, I um like throughout my life or like as long as I can remember, I have been like taking notes throughout mm-hmm. the day in my like notes app on my phone. So I have like probably ten thousand some like, <laughs> little <Damn>. snippets um, <laughs> at this point, um, and that process I just like write lines that pop into my head or, mm-hmm. or different words, and like that was specifically effective when I was doing the interviews too because I would listen um, and pull out like certain phrases that people would say, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and then like return to those later, um, and so that's kind of how I, I find a lot of things being formed for me is like in little fragments of, of words or in mm-hmm. moods. And then like later on, I'll go match up how they all fit together. And um, yeah, turn into a song. Like I'll sit down at the piano later and uh, just look at like what I've been observing in the last yeah. week or so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you- it's really cool to see too. Like I think when we're writing together, like in a session, like I, you can like see the process happening where she'll yeah. like oh like this thing happened and then like this is the, the the two lines I wrote and like this other thing happened the two lines I wrote and then what I think is really cool like the way that you um like relate all these things is kind of often through like emotion so mm-hmm. it, it's like a very abstract way to relate different like events or ideas or feelings that you have because in like the through line it, it's like very obviously connected when you listen to it and like at least to me oftentimes that connection is the emotion that runs yeah it all. yeah I definitely agree wow yeah. I love that it's I love cool. like your dynamic between you two like you're hyping each other up so much it's so cute <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm biggest fan yeah me that's too. great <laughs> so we really really love the song Pandora thank you and I know you guys wrote it together so we wanted to know if you guys would do a song breakdown of the inspiration of the song and then the writing process and then production mm-hmm. and putting it out. Just the whole, the shebang. whole shebang. Sure. Sure. Maddie, Maddie wrote like virtually all of it and then I produced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wrote, I wrote Pandora when I was traveling um, in Europe and it was right when I left home uh, from high school mm-hmm. and uh Wow, I'm trying to remember. I I see this is what works for me is I like hold on to these songs yeah. for so long. Um and so like two years later, you know, we like put it to recording. Um 
But Pandora specifically was just um, like this moment of feeling like so far away from my mm-hmm. family and, um, you know, my people back home in California. Um, and so I think it was kind of a, like a love letter to my sister Aww. and to my parents that, uh, yeah, I hadn't seen in a while. That's really beautiful. Well, that's all of our <laughs> questions for you guys for today. Thank you cool. so Very much cool. for being on the yeah. podcast. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's a pleasure. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Thanks. Song of the week and <laughs> to another episode of, the of Song Ring Saves the World. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Two crackheads. One this is our ass. second interview of the day. <laughs> and tired. No, we can do it. We can do it. Feels like a full time job now, though. It does. Honestly. <laughs> Which a full time job that doesn't doesn't pay anything <laughs> like a full time job. It's a full time supply of happiness. Yes, it is, is. What it is. Okay, my song of the week is "Midnight Sky" by Miley Cyrus. Amazing. And I know that um last week's episode, what will have been last week's episode, but was the interview we recorded just like an hour before this interview. I talked about Hannah Montana a lot. <laughs> but that's just because these are both being recorded in the same so day. You're like, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by Hannah Montana. So anyway, yeah, grew up loving Hannah Montana, and Hannah Montana, aka Miley Cyrus, but whatever. I use the name interchangeably. Um, has this like, has always had this like rasp and intensity to her voice, that is one of the reasons I really like loved the soundtrack to like the Hannah Montana show even way back in the day but now like in mm-hmm. her in Miley Cyrus's music it's like really getting to shine I think it really gets to shine in Midnight Sky and it's just like it's dancey it's kind of rock influenced and her voice has all the rasp and all the all the rock mm-hmm. and roll in it we and also I was listening it's funny that you sent me <laughs> earlier today the the two hosts from the Call Her Daddy podcast showing mm-hmm. their apartment because i was listening to the call her daddy episode with um miley cyrus miley. that was with i was listening to that with lily and um she was talking about this song and how she uses like male and female pronouns in the song because like mm-hmm. miley is like pan or bi i don't know she's queer and she said when she was writing it that the other writers in the room were like, like, why would you do that? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that makes it confusing. And she was like, no, like, I, like, like, she, like, fought to, like, have male and female pronouns because she was like, this is going to make, like, people who are, like, pan or bi, like, me feel, like, seen by the song, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of that out there. So I really like that she did that. And the song is a like total that. bop. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will now. My song of the week, which I really hope I haven't done already, is Hey Stupid, I Love You by J.P. Sachs. And I just, I think the song is so cheeky and adorable. It is and cheeky. I love J.P. Sachs and I love Julia Michaels. And I think it's I such love an adorable union. love song. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because on Instagram the other day, he posted something about a song that he released. And then in the um, comments, he was like, and P.S., like, love does get better than someone who doesn't want, like, want you back. And then Julia Michaels Ooh. commented on it. And she was like, and love does. And she put like, I think she put an asterisk. And she was like, and also love does get better than someone that you don't want back. Oh, oh, like, like she yeah. was like, you shouldn't get back with your ex. 
Is that what she was well, saying? Because he was because the song was about his ex girlfriend, I guess. And oh, so she was like, went. no. <laughs> yeah, because he was saying love gets better. Because in the song, he says love don't get better than you, and he's like, love does get better than someone who doesn't want you back or like someone who doesn't love you back. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, actually, also it gets better than for someone that you don't want back. That makes sense. I like that. And I was like, that's funny. I'm like, all right, Julia, go off. Go off. <laughs> okay, my woman of the week is. My friend Daisy K. Um, her song Anomaly, I just have been listening to a lot. And I remember from like the first time I heard it before it was out, I was like, that's really good. She kinda <laughs> she kind of makes like very modern kind of pop electronic songs. And yeah, she's been releasing singles and they're really good. So she's my woman of the week because she's awesome. And also follow her on Instagram because she's really funny or like tiktok or whatever and you'll laugh so that's my woman of the week nice. funny lady i'm gonna check her out my woman of this week of this week my woman of the of week the is week. someone that we've had on this podcast and we've talked about a couple Ooh. times already and that is you tiger darrow <laughs> tiger darrow hi tiger Tiger is a singer songwriter producer extraordinaire she is a badass, and she's actually producing for our friend Rachel right yeah, now. Yeah, it's really and good. And I was so. just listening to the mix, and I was like, this, this is Watch so out. <laughs> yeah, literally. So I just am always so impressed by Tiger, and she's just such a down-to-earth, nice person. She's really nice. Fun, so amazing. And yeah, we love Tiger, and she's my- You're on this show, we love Tiger. <laughs> we do. It was like, and it's no real secret. <laughs> We've talked about her so many times. Oh yeah, we don't keep secrets. All of our, all we of don't. our fangirlness and our excitement and stuff is really out in the open. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, shout out to female producers. Like, Woo! Shout amazing. the f out. <laughs> we love that. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. Thank you. See you next week. See you next week. Even in the dark, I see your face and end up on.